Hey, hey. <laughs> Here I am. I swear I'm going to get better about recording on a more consistent basis, but life just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Eventually, I will have so much money that I can just funnel all my time and energy into making this podcast the best thing it can possibly be. That's the dream. So I thought I'd do something a little bit different today. Um, I normally have a script, something I've written, a piece that I read aloud. Today, I think I'm just going to speak off the cuff and see what happens. It might be a disaster, so I don't have to ever do it again <laughs> if it doesn't work. I'm trying this out partially because... I wouldn't call it writer's block I'm having, but um, just hitting some some bi- some little barriers um, in getting this piece that I want to share finished, but I still have this desire to speak, and I feel like it's partially perfectionism that's keeping me from just getting on the mic and saying what I want to say. So I'm going to push past that fear and just do it anyway, and I'm going to quickly close this window because I'm realizing that the traffic is going to be very loud. One second. Okay. Now we have a little bit more quiet. Um, So I guess first off, I turned 34 this past weekend on the 26th of November. Thirty-four. That number makes no sense in my mind whatsoever. Oh, and of course, my phone's going to start dinging. I guess I should put that on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, 34. I think this is probably the first birthday where I've been like, oh, okay, that number feels... just. It just feels big. It feels fully cemented in my 30s. It feels like I should have done so much more. I should have accomplished so much more. I should have so much more to show for my life. And 34 big-ass years, I mean, what the hell have I been doing? And um, on top of that, on top of those you know, underlying feelings around my birthday this year, I also, I, I fell quite ill. <laughs> so as you know, I'm in Oaxaca, Mexico, um, I've I've come back here to what is my current home, and I got up in the morning and took a taxi to this beautiful place outside of the city called San Agustin Etla, and one of my good friends lives there, and there was going to be some type of a concert, and there's a beautiful art building located at the top of this hill and the concert was right outside of it in front of a giant tree. It's probably my favorite tree in all of Oaxaca. It's just so massive. And when I just sit and look at it and take it in, it really just overwhelms me with a sense of calm and like sturdiness and steadiness and groundedness. And this woman was singing right in front of that tree and she was playing guitar and her brother was playing the violin. And all of the songs, they just, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna oversimplify the lyrics, but, you know, just themes around time moving on and 
you know, what you do with your time while you're here and that all of this is impermanent and the impermanence of everything in that moment really struck a chord and I got a little emotional. Um, I think just it being my birthday was a big part of it, but it definitely kind of brought death to my mind and it's been on my brain ever since. And so we're taking that in and having this emotional moment and then all of a sudden I'm like, I don't quite feel right. (laughs) Something feels off in my body. I'm not sure what's happening. And I tried to kind of push through it, but the feeling just kind of intensified over the next couple of hours. And finally, my friend had to drive me home, and I got in bed and started taking my birthday phone calls and talking to friends, and gradually, I slipped into a very sickly place that had me running to the bathroom. (gasps) I won't go into any more detail than that, but you guys know the deal. Um, Running to the bathroom and... uh, kind of just unable to lift my head up, really. I was having some kind of a stomach bug. Something really intense was trying to get out of me. And um, it was pretty imperative that it, it came out. So I had to just surrender to that. And um, I spent the rest of my birthday in bed, as well as the next two days. I really just couldn't do anything. And I will say... I did notice something about how I interacted with the experience because I've been doing a lot of self-work. I have pretty consistently for probably at least the last four years. I mean, showing up, doing the work through therapy, through journaling, through challenging myself to show up to situations in ways that I hadn't previously, to you know, asking friends to be a mirror for me and show me the places where I really needed to step it up, you know, and other, and other forms of work, reading, podcasts, self, self-growth, self-help, all that stuff. It's been my, my main thing for the past, you know, four or five years of my life. So I can, I get really excited when something happens and I can look back and see how I know I would have reacted three or four years ago, five, five, six years ago, even having memories of having reacted that way and then seeing it manifest in my body now at my big age and realizing that I'm just not the same. So just to be more specific, I think in the past, I've put so much weight on my birthday I love my birthday. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, I know some people don't, but I'm not one of those people. I love my birthday. I love feeling special. I love having people I love around me, surrounding me. I love getting phone calls and texts and DMs. And I love blowing out my candles. And I love doing something uh, with my day that really lights me up. Um... I love being like, yeah, today's about me. <laughs> and I'm going to do what the F I want to do. Not that I need it to be my birthday for to have that mentality, but it does help. <laughs> so 
so yeah, in the past, I've put a whole lot of weight on my birthday, and there's also been a lot of disappointment that's come around with not, you know, not feeling like I got what I wanted, or the people in my life didn't show up for me the way that I, you know, that I had expected them to, you know, expectations almost always equal disappointment in some way. Um, and then if I had gotten sick on my birthday, I mean, whew, I would have just been like, are you kidding me? Why me? I mean, this is so unfair. This is my one day and I have to spend it in my bed and right into the bathroom. I spent the night of my birthday, the 26th of November on the floor of the bathroom. I mean, God, why? What is the point? Da, 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 da. I mean, I'm sure I would have gone on and on and on. But this time, as I felt it coming on, I, I kind of said, okay, this is, this is happening. I think I'm starting to get sick. That's, that's the reality of the situation. And I came home and got into my bed, and I remember feeling, I remember like saying to myself, I'm going to surrender to this because this is what is. This is, this is what's happening right now. And I know this sounds weird, but there was something oddly beautiful about the fact that it was happening right now. I mean, the way that my body was feeling was so bad that it forced me to be 100% present with what was going on. And in being present... I became so acutely aware of the fact that, like, I was here. That I, I'm not dead. I'm not, you know, I'm not somewhere else floating in space. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm grounded. My feet are on the ground. I'm, I'm here in this moment, fully committed, you know, for better or for worse. But I'm here and I exist. That was like the first layer of it. And then the second layer was, this is very uncomfortable, what's happening right now. But I'm going to surrender to it. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to ask why. Because it's really not, doesn't really matter. Because it's happening. So I'm going to surrender to this and let it happen. And once I did that, I just felt peace within the suffering and I feel like I've heard so many stories like this throughout my life it's like oh okay great you found peace while you're suffering like that's <laughs> that's awesome like <laughs> it feels very kind of lofty um that's how I felt when I've heard that type of rhetoric in the past but in that moment I kind of understood it I was like I can handle this I can aguantar this. Sometimes it's just certain words in Spanish, I swear, they just make more sense. Aguantar means to, I guess, to like withstand something. And I use that verb all the time. Yo no aguanto eso. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to stand for this. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was able to find some some real peace, and it wasn't fake peace, it was real peace. I can attest to the fact that it was real peace. So once I did that, I just 
I laid in bed and I watched this awesome show called Midnight Gospel on Netflix that someone introduced me to that's completely blowing my mind. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. But basically this little this little man who came from Earth, he goes to space for some reason, not totally sure why. I don't know if Earth still exists or not, maybe not. And he has this space cast, <laughs> a space podcast where and he's got like this this simulator, this some kind of like a, a machine that he can put his head into and he can travel to any universe that he wants. And there's like, you know, infinite options for him to choose from. And then he gets, you know, a new body and he goes into that universe. And when he gets there, there's always some crazy shit going down, something really chaotic. They're killing zombies or there's, you know, cats that can talk and fish that are flying and weird caves and goo and crazy things are going down and he finds someone to have a conversation with and these two people or these two you know entities whatever you want to call them they have the most profound conversation amidst all of this chaos and it's animated if I if I didn't say that so you know the levels of weird that can be happening are kind of limitless and um, they're having this profound conversation and there's something about that conversation the backdrop of that conversation being so chaotic that I think makes the message sink in even more but I just sat there in my bed and like let myself get carried away with with these words and these little nuggets of really profound truth that were being dropped. I was like, yeah, who dang, who is the creator of the show? Didn't look it up because I was <laughs> very ill, but for sure check that out. So yeah, I did find some joy amidst the intense suffering that I was experienced through my, my poor little tummy. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I was able to find some joy in the fact that like I knew that I wouldn't have been able to surrender in this way before. I would have had to have made it somebody's fault. I would have had to have been angry at God for not allowing me to just have my birthday. Why can't I just have this one thing, this one day? Why are you doing this to me? All those feelings... I could see them, like I knew that they existed somewhere, but they were far off in the distance, and they and they weren't touching me. And that felt amazing. And when those moments happen, it just makes all the worth all the work worth it. And it just reinforces why I do this. And why I know my my friends or a lot of my close people in my circle are are doing this because those moments mean everything and they make life worth living. So even in that kind of state of, oh my God, 34, and oh my God, what have I accomplished? And oh my God, how much longer do I have to do the things I want to do and the impermanence and all of those morbid thoughts that can come in all through the year but for some of us, particularly on our birthdays, the experience of, um, 
of having a, a true, being a true witness to my growth, it kind of helped mitigate the fears that were coming up. It helped me say, but it's okay because I'm growing. And if I'm growing, I'm still here. And growth is what it's about. As Octavia Butler said, God is growth. And I actually like sidebar years ago I had that thought before I ever even read Octavia Butler I was high I think and I was like cleaning the cabinets in my kitchen or something and just having all these thoughts and all of a sudden I was like (gasps) God is in the growth that's where God is (laughs) in that space between what you would have done and then making the higher vibrating healthier more whole decision like god is in that space and somehow it made so much sense to me and when i read that octavia butler line i was like oh my god yes yes so real so the anecdote to my existential crisis of turning 34 turned out being turned out to be um Witnessing my growth, which came from having an, a horrible stomach bug. <laughs> the irony, very interesting. And just the final layer of this, and a lot of my friends have echoed this to me, and I'm like, we think this, we think the same, we the same. That's why we friends. Um. There was also something that I that I found comfort in around the purge. The fact that I was literally purging everything there was inside of me. I was like, maybe, okay, this phone just keep dinging. I don't I don't know how to turn the ding of the text on my computer off without fucking with the volume of this. I don't know if it's possible. (laughs) I am not a tech person. Something that I'm working on. So I apologize for the dings. But anyhow, um, the purge. The purge felt significant. And I don't know if it was just because it was my birthday, but maybe it was just because it was my birthday. It just felt like my body or my spirit or both were just being called to release everything and that this was a complete and total fresh start. And it was painful, but fresh starts are painful. Little deaths are painful. So um, a not-so-great birthday kind of ended up giving me potentially exactly what I needed and um, and also, when I get back to the States for the holidays, I will be having a, a brand new celebration. So there is that. A party, Disneyland, I don't know what, but um, I will be redeemed. So, <laughs> but I am grateful. Um, I'm grateful to have another year on this planet. I know there's so many people who didn't get to see 34, which is just wild. Um, death just seems to be all around and senseless, senseless death. Just, it feels impossible to not be affected by it. 
Um, and I think without like staying in that heavy place too long, because we got to keep going, I think it is important to just recognize that and to be grateful. Um, I'm so grateful I'm here and I'm, and I know I'm still growing and I'm here and I'm growing and I'm expanding and God is growth. Love you guys. <laughs>